Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Parenthood Podcast. I'm Amy Laginus, your podcast host and guide to not only surviving, but thriving as a highly sensitive parent. Together, we'll dive into common challenges of highly sensitive parents, hear from other HSPs and empaths about their experiences in parenthood, and learn to honor and celebrate our sensitivity, not only as parents, but as humans. Welcome. How to recover from a bad start to the day as an HSP parent. Hi, highly sensitive parent. This is Amy Laginus, your host and founder and creator of HighlySensitiveParenthood.com, a resource center for highly sensitive and empathic parents. Today, I'm talking about how to recover from a bad start to the day as an HSP parent. So I'm going to begin by just painting you a picture of a recent day in my household. Um, It was my kids first week back to school. One of my kids was starting kindergarten. So his first experience going to school um, that wasn't a preschool. And we were coming off of our summer routine, which was less of a routine and more of just sort of a loose collection of activities that happened before I dropped them off at summer camp and preschool. Um, So we were used to kind of moseying about and eventually getting out of the house around, uh, let's say 8.30 or 9, depending on the day. Suddenly, we were required to be at school at uh, 7.30 when the bell rings. And so this was a transition. I did follow some of my own advice um, in my back to school seasons for highly sensitive parents, uh, podcasts and video and blog, Um, but I'm imperfect like the rest of us. And so I hadn't um, implemented everything super well. And regardless of how well we prepare and implement, you know, strategies to make things easier, there's still going to be some bumps in the road. So um, suddenly we are faced with a day that had not begun well. Um, I woke up personally feeling tired, not well rested, stressed about the day ahead. My kids had kind of forgotten that they were had some responsibilities in the morning. Um, they're a little older, so they're eight and five. So they can, thankfully, huh, so great, do some things on their own, um, like make themselves cereal, get dressed and things like that. Um, so, you know, peace to those of you who are still in the, um, the stage of needing to pretty much get your kids ready on your own. That day will, the day will come when you no longer have to do all of that. And it is glorious, I promise you. Um, But for now, my struggle is that they, um, you know, they don't do it perfectly. Like, like I don't. Um, So they were kind of moseying about, they were maybe having some complicated feelings about going back to school. They just wanted to kind of lay around and Um, read, they wanted to play a game together, they wanted to just kind of have a slow morning. And here I was repeatedly saying, okay, have you eaten your breakfast? Okay, uh, socks and shoes, come on, put on your socks and shoes. All right, do you want, you know, this for lunch or this? Are you gonna do school lunch or packed lunch? And there was just a lot going on, as you guys understand. Um, They were not very responsive to my requests to complete the morning activities. I probably made the request to put on socks and shoes four or five times. And it was just, uh, you know, all of us were getting grumpier every minute that passed. (laughs) So by the time we headed out the door to school, um, we all needed a reset from the rocky start to our day. So my point in sharing this story is to give you some ideas. Well, first of all, make you feel not alone that, um, 
you know, we all make mistakes. We all have grumpy mornings. We all have circumstances and situations that are really challenging for us. And we're not going to be our best selves all the time. And that is perfectly fine. Um, that said, I don't want for you and I didn't want for myself in this situation to have the whole day just be like ruined and thrown off track by a rocky start to the day. So how did we recover? Um, the first thing is we got outside. So thankfully for me, my kids' elementary school is about a seven minute walk away. And so this was already kind of built into our day. Um, but you can do this even just for, you know, two, three, five minutes more if you have the chance to do it. But being outside is so regulating for us being in nature. Um, so even though we we're kind of having to walk quickly because we were a little late, we were able to kind of notice the beautiful clouds as we were walking by. We were able to check out, ooh, look, there's a spider who built a web over there. We were able to feel the breeze and the sun on our skin. We were able to kind of get our hearts pumping a little bit. And that inherently calmed all of us down. So um, the physical activity, being in nature, being mindful and present, not with all the things we needed to do, but just with the beauty that was around us was so helpful. So that's my first tip. Um, the second is, you know, when it's appropriate and depending on how old your child is, you can talk about the tough, the morning being tough. Um, this could be, um, you know, verbal. It could just be like, oh, that was hard. It could be a little more um, detailed. So my older son, um, I don't know where he came up with this phrase. It may have been from a, like a preschool teacher, but he uses this phrase, I'm going to try to turn my day around. And I really love it because it, it, first of all, it acknowledges that the day's hard, right? If we pretend that it's, everything's going fine, we're just lying to ourselves and to our kids. Um, so it acknowledges, woo, this has not been good. This has been really tough. And it gives us a sense of autonomy and empowerment that we are capable of you know, turning our day around, we can make changes, we can end up having a good day or a great day even, um, despite a rocky start. Um, part of this conversation can also include um, figuring out, you know, and it could be internal conversation too, what worked well that morning, what did not work well. Um, so for example, for me in this situation, um, I think it was myself and my older child figured out, okay, tomorrow, like you really need to get dressed and brush your teeth before you come downstairs. Like those things need to be done before you even come down and um, start reading or fixing yourself breakfast. You need to do those two things. So um, identifying what can change can be really helpful. Lastly, this one can be hard, but we forgave each other and we forgave, I forgave myself for being grumpy and for things not going to plan. Um, could I have, like I said earlier, could I have taken my own advice a little better about how to transition to the school year? I sure could have, um, but I didn't want to waste time beating myself up about not doing better, not having a perfect plan in place to make the transition really smooth. I, I did some stuff and I let that be good enough and I forgave myself for the gaps or the circumstances that made that morning particularly difficult. So engaging in forgiveness of others and self-compassion for ourselves in moments where we're thrown off or we're grumpy or irritable um, is just a really helpful strategy to turn your day around. So if you've had a tough start to your day recently, um, I'd love to hear about, you know, what happened if you feel like sharing, but also um, I'm curious what helped you to turn your day around. Are there practices that you engage in? Are there things that you do with your child or on your own or with someone else that really help you to feel more calm, um, that help your day to kind of get back on track, so to speak. Um, 
I'd love to hear it. You can feel free to, to share in the comments. Um, and if this blog is helpful for you, um, please consider subscribing to our weekly newsletter. You can just do that um, at highlysensitiveparenthood.com. You can scroll to the bottom of the homepage and subscribe there. And at least at the time of this recording, there's um, a little pop-up that comes after you're on the website for a few seconds and invites you to subscribe to the newsletter. So that will get you um, these these blogs and these um, podcasts released uh, weekly. They'll come right to your inbox and you won't miss a thing. So I encourage you to do that. Um, I hope this is helpful for you. You're not alone in having those tough days. We all have them. And um, I hope this gave you some great ideas on how to manage on your own and with your children when those tough days head your way. All right, take care. Thanks for joining us on the Highly Sensitive Parenthood podcast. For more resources, including our blog, toolkit, and online course for highly sensitive parents, visit highlysensitiveparenthood.com.